Hey, it's in a book. Welcome back. I am Lawrence Rouse, Jr. Uh, I'm your host, and I'm coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina. It's been a while since uh, since you've listened to It's in a Book, but uh, or at least since it was available for you to listen to. Um, but uh, hopefully you can forgive that. It's, uh, as ever, very, very busy at my day job, and I've uh, been doing all sorts of crazy stuff, jumping out of planes and, uh, and uh, lots of other uh, non-disclosable fun. But um, I am here now, and I'm going to do a very, very short podcast just to let you know that we're still here, we're still reading, we're still talking to people about books, and we are still driving to work for an hour and a half, and uh, we need something to listen to. So... Uh, this very short episode is going to be highlighted by uh, a wonderful interview I did with my father, Lawrence Thomas Rouse Sr. I am very, very excited about the interview. I can't wait to hear it again. I haven't heard it since we completed it, but um, I, I really had a wonderful time talking to him. And I'm looking forward to, to hearing it again and to interviewing him again because there's just so much more uh, that I would love to talk to him about. Um, not even necessarily all about books. Um, I just love to hear more about his life in the setting that uh, that the podcast afforded. So um, we have not covered current events uh, in in quite some time, but do know that I am reading, uh, albeit slowly, uh, just due to the time constraints uh, I'm under. But uh, I am reading several books right now, and uh, hopefully. Um, by the time the end of the year comes rolling around, I can get them all compiled and up on the website, which also has been sadly lacking in updates. But uh, we, every time we do a podcast, we get it up on iTunes. Um, it hasn't been exactly fortnightly, but uh, we, we've uh, done a filler podcast to kind of catch up on one we missed, and uh, hopefully this one will be quickly preceded by another. So... All that said, uh, I'm really looking forward to the interview and the very short reading I will have right at the end of the interview. So I'm going to stop running my suck right this minute and uh, head right into the interview with my father, Lawrence Thomas Rouse Sr. So uh, it's in a book. Thanks for coming back to see what it is this fortnight. Bye-bye. See you after the break. Okay, so our interview tonight, uh, I'm very proud to have him here. It's uh, it's my dad, my father. His name is Lawrence Thomas Rouse Sr. I'm Lawrence Thomas Rouse Jr., of course. And uh, he and I are going to tackle the same five questions that, uh, that I tackle with every interviewee. And uh, we'll start, of course, with the surprise question. I'll ask him to tell us a little bit about himself. So, Dad, please... Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, um, you know, anything you you want to share with the world wide web about about who you are and, and your life. Yes. Okay. Yes. So My go for it. Alrighty. My name is Lawrence Thomas Rouse. Uh, I was born in Washington D.C. on June the ninth, nineteen fifty one. I was 
uh, after Ben, I was taken to, uh, my mother got sick and we went to Red Springs, North Carolina. And then upon my mother's death, uh, my mother had five kids. Uh, we got divided up amongst the family. And uh, I myself stayed down in Red Springs with uh, my grandmother. And then when I was in the fourth grade, I went to D.C. to stay with my father. And then back in 1965, I was back down in North Carolina again in Clarkton. How old were you then? I was, uh, man, I don't know, do the math. I was born in 1951. <laughs> but anyway, I was in, the, uh, when I came to North Carolina back in 65, I was in the ninth grade. That was right. my first first year in ninth grade in North Carolina. Right. And of course, in four years later, 1969, I finished Artesia High School. Uh, that was the last year of the uh, integrated school system uh-huh. uh, the year 1970 of course it was integrated everybody was combined and so, that was the last year of artesia high school known as the black school right right uh-huh. we, and that later became hallsboro uh, elementary. elementary that's where i went to elementary school right but then it subsequently we changed to artesia hallsboro elementary school is that what they call it now yes that's what oh, it's okay. called now wow, yeah wow. yeah Nice. I didn't and, know that. But but see now the middle the the white high school is now the Hallsburg Middle School, and then right. you know they built East Columbus High School. Right. I was I the last class in 1992 to to graduate 92. from Hallsboro High School. Okay. In 1993 okay. was the first class of uh, of East Columbus High School. Right. And and your high school was was Hallsburg Middle School. Right. It, right. It's now Hallsboro Middle School, Yeah, right? at present. Yes, right. it is. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, okay. you know, I got out into the workforce after I finished school. I didn't have, uh, wasn't aware of college or uh, living with grandparents anywhere on the farm. Had no idea I could afford to go to college, but it, I, I later, you know, if I had taken advantage of the things that, the grants and all that, I probably could have pursued college, but I didn't then, so... Of course, I got into the workforce, went to work doing ceramic tile. And from ceramic tile, bathrooms and stuff, I I went to work for DuPont in right. Wilmington. Worked down there. Right. So you've been doing tile that long? I, I didn't know. That long. Yeah. <laughs> wow, no Probably wonder you're way back in the 70s, yeah. Right. So and, now, I'm, I know I'm interrupting Dad, but when no did, did you meet Mom? Like, uh, like when you came down uh, in ninth grade? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We all grew up, you know, working for uh, your grandfather. He he was farming tobacco, right? And we Tommy all James grew up Johnson. together. Yes, right. Thomas Johnson. He was sharecropping for Julius Elkin, right? And uh, we all, you know, all the families, and you know, went to work in the tobacco. Right. Yeah, that's where. I, and you know, we were all right within a mile of one another, so we. We grew up together, went to school together, and everything. Yeah, so. I remember Mama talking about how uh, your earlobes would flop when, <laughs> when you were riding a mule <laughs> on the back of the truck. Yeah, the yeah, the truck too. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember the the mule yeah, too. She yeah. said it was funny seeing a city boy riding a mule, thinking yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Well, see, memory don't serve me well now. A lot of that stuff back there, I've, I've forgotten. But you know, those were. In my turn, the good old days, but really they, you know, growing up days, I guess that you would call it. Right. But a lot of fond memories and, and you know, just the process of growing up. The yeah. Neighborhood, in the neighborhood back then, uh, everybody, you know, it, it had the phrase, it takes a, 
a neighborhood to raise a child. Right. You know, that was that was the mentality. That's kind of how it was, huh? Yeah. Everybody yeah. raised everybody's everybody, kids. Yeah, yeah, man. You didn't get away with stuff. We didn't. There is now, you know. Kids nowadays, man, they, they I don't know. They, I guess, to me, they raised themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah they well, do. maybe so. You might be right. Man. Yeah, yeah. But then, then you know, the work, and then, uh, for you know it, forty years later, here it is, nineteen, two thousand thirteen. I'm sixty two year old man, uh, just here. You yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah. I mean, you retired for the most part. I mean, well, you still I made a retirement like a dog. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I wish you would take age. it easier. Yeah. Don't rub that table. You're gonna make some sounds. And, uh, oh, okay. You know, Everything's kind of a those. quiet time. Okay. Yeah. This is a, a new experience here. I never done anything like this before, but technology has has moved a long way since 1965 yeah well they they were doing this then i guess so it was then. just yeah on the radio i mean but i don't think the uh the technology to do it in your uh in yeah. your in your office uh, downstairs yeah. existed yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 definitely so yeah mhm all right but that's about it uh later married your mother and then uh they don't need to talk about all that stuff. You know, <laughs> I guess not. I mean, no, we can, no, we'll I talk about books and, uh, yeah, and you know, okay, we'll, we'll okay. talk about that some other yeah, time. Okay, okay, so. good enough, good enough. And we have to dig down in history, but you know, uh, that's been a long time ago. Right, right. Right now, presently, uh, I'm married again, and uh, uh, we're surviving. Put it like that. Yeah. One yeah. day, I hope to live. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a process, and, yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. you know, I it have is. my own uh, thoughts and feelings about that, but we're yeah. we're gonna talk about books tonight and not about books. all that kind of stuff. Okay. You know? Okay. So, all right. Well, listen, um, I'm gonna ask you the same five questions uh, that I ask everyone. Uh, just answer them, you know, to mm -hmm. to uh, you know to your satisfaction, okay. and we can talk about anything you want. But uh, I'll ask you a question about a book, and you just uh, you just go where you want to go for there. There's no time. Okay. Limit. No, okay. except for talk. the fact that I that I cook dinner upstairs and I'm starting to get hungry. Oh so yeah, yeah. You're, okay. You're not gonna have me down here for three no, hours. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> your your right. broadcast is what about 15 minutes. Uh, no, no. It usually ends up being about an hour and a half. But I hope oh. to fit this one into a very, very short episode. Right. So this interview will compose the uh, the majority of that episode. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm really overdue. Okay. Okay. Uh, work has been really busy. So. Right, right. Yep. So the first question is this. Uh, it's a busy world these days. How do you find the time to read? Well, it's a kind of a mandatory thing. I believe that uh, each day when you get up in the morning... Uh, you should take, I call it the quiet time. That's your intimate relationship with the master. Right. So you get up and uh, you read his word and read your Sunday school literature and all that, you know, and, and study it. It should at least take about at least 30 minutes to 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 uh, devote to the Lord every day. That's, uh, you have to have an intimate relationship with the Lord just like you would your wife or your girlfriend or whatever like that. That's the that's where you get to know him and he gets to know you and y'all communicate. Uh, you know, people say you, you read, but the, but the most important thing about that, after you read and meditate, you, you just sit and wait, you know, you wait on, on a response from the Lord, you right. know, wait for directions. Right. And, uh, I guess that's, that's part of the medication, the meditation process. You know, you just, 
you read, and then you think about what you read, and then uh, let it absorb it, you know, into your into your inner being. Right, right. So you do that every morning, huh? Every morning when it's possible. Sometime uh, the world gets gets you, and uh, before you know it, you out and gone. The phone rings. Somebody has a, an emergency. They has to have something done right then, but. It's 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 a mandatory thing. I believe that you should take it, and it's it's just like uh, eating your breakfast in the morning, or you know, you you get up and you eat. These are things that's necessary, and that that spiritual food. That's the food that feeds feeds your spirit. And in this world, uh, after you become saved, or you take the, you want to follow the Christ like life, then you have to feed your spirit. In order for it can outgrow your natural person, right? You know, whichever one you feed the most is the one that's going to grow the most. And of course, you want your spirit to outgrow the natural person. You, the, the natural person, you want to to die, right? Gradually, so gradually, let him die out of you and just live for the spirit, right? And, and guide and lead you through this earthly journey, because you know that you hope one day is that you uh, be able to look upon the Lord's face. Right. Yeah, that's that's your that's your desire. And the world, so Satan, you know, has so much to offer you in this world, he'll get ahead of you. And then you can still do all this, and he'll still get you, but uh, that's why I say you're saved by grace. It's, it's nothing you can do, or you can earn your way into, into that. It's a, it's a grace. God's grace and mercy keeps us here. But still, it should be our desire to uh, to try to live the Christ-like life. Right, right. The only way we can know how to live that is we have to search the scriptures. It's in the scriptures. Right, right. Okay. I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I like that. Um, so, um, obviously... My next question uh, applies in part. It's uh, it's how do you decide what to read? So uh, I think your first question, you know, answered to some degree how to, how you decide what to read. It, it's, yeah, it's yeah. imperative for you. Um, what what about some of the other things that you've read? How you well, know how have you how have you arrived at those books and and well, uh, uh, and how do you decide what the, parts of the Bible to read? For example, yeah, Sunday school. See, uh, you you should attend Sunday school on, on a regular basis, and you have uh, Sunday school literature. And uh, you have the lesson uh, for each week, each Sunday. But it starts from Monday. Uh, you have uh, it's outlined in your in your Sunday school book what you should read uh, daily, and also you have your Sunday school lesson. You know you don't get everything on the first time you read it, so you should at least read over it. I'm gonna say it about three times a week, right? Along with your daily devotional reading. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's so, and and you just keep up with that on a daily basis, and you know each quarter the book comes out, and you just read what's assigned for that day. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Along with anything else, a, a good practice, you know, after you've done all that, and you still have time a minute to you want to read something, I just open up the Bible, and wherever I open it up at, that's what I read. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's it's all. I don't care how many times you read it. Uh, every time you read it, you'll pick up something new. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I've read the New Testament uh, three or four yeah. times, I yeah. think, and, and you know, there's always some new stuff there. Always some new stuff come out. You you scratch it and say, "Oh man, I didn't know that." Yeah, it'll be revealed to you. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite stories uh, from the Bible is, is in the New Testament. Uh, well, I guess we'll talk about it some other time. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, yeah. You know, use yeah, up all your yeah. minutes here because we're right, right. we're going to eat in a few minutes, brother. All right. All so. right. All right. All right. <laughs> that worked. That worked. All right. So, um, the question next question. Say, say again. Okay. Yeah. Question, question number three is uh, it's talk a little bit about books as objects. Uh, how many do you have? Do you prefer paper or digital? I mostly know the answer to this one as far as you're concerned because I. You know, I know you don't have an e-reader. Well, that's not true. You do have an e-reader. Yeah, don't you? I have it. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, too, uh, I, I was doing some work for this lady. She's a former school teacher, a principal, advisor, or counselor. And Anyway, she has this collection of black books. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, she was making space. Now, are they physically black? Or you, you mean, I'm, I'm teasing uh, it's, you, Dad. It's literature. <laughs> you mean African-American yeah, literature? African-American. <laughs> you know, it's I know just what you a meant, host man. I'm of, sorry. I'm, I'm being a jackass. No, it's a host of all kind of books that she called her black collection. Right. And, right. Uh, yeah, I saw those the last time I was yeah, home. Yeah, it was quite and, a collection of books. Yeah, uh, she, she gave them to me, and, and I'm supposed to guard them in uh I'm still in the process of getting a bookcase to put them in. But I wanted to read every one of them. And uh, and it's it's a mostly history, but you know history can be applied to present day living also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Those who don't yeah. don't learn from but the past the odd, tend to repeat it, right? Yeah, it's it's the odd thing I hear it. I read a little bit. She was telling me about this uh, neosurgeon uh, Carson. What is his name? Ben, ben Carson. Ben or, Carson. Yeah, he he and man. President Obama have been going back and forth a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, because man, that's that's what I wanted to elaborate on a little bit because. Uh, he made a statement the other week talking about Obamacare was the worst thing that come along since slavery, and I, and I could <laughs> I couldn't understand how could a black man say something like that and the and the the, the, the character or, or the education this guy got how can he say something like that when it's Obamacare is. Is is something? It's a tool to help people. Right. Well, oh, slavery I mean, didn't help people at all. I, I would tend to agree with you, certainly yeah. on the slavery thing. But I, I mean, yeah. politically, I I can kind of understand where that guy's coming from. I mean, I, I don't. I, well, I mean, he's a Republican. He, you know, he's oh, speaking. Okay. He's speaking okay. to to his political. Uh, uh, well, why is event, it, that? You know, is that the trend that when black folks get a little bit of money, they go Republican? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a political show, Dad. Okay, we're, we're talk I just had that but... question. Okay, <laughs> I personally no, I don't, I don't okay. think that's necessarily a trend. But I, I mean, you know, I mean, so there were there are lots of folks who would argue that that you're not, you know, bound by by your race to agree with the president. You know, and, and I I tend to agree with that. Um, I don't know enough about Ben Carson and, and his background to, to you know figure, out, figure why out why he, he would say such a problem like with uh, Obama. But I certainly yeah. think that's pretty inflammatory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obamacare yeah. is the worst we'll, thing. We we'll have slavery. to dig I, a little deep into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll tackle that yeah. later because yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know to me to even equate the two is uh, is sort of insulting and and it's racially inflammatory. Something that that uh, folks often accuse uh, the president of doing that. I, right, I just don't think right. there's, you know, I think that comment is way out of line. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. We'll talk politics later. We'll, maybe right. over dinner. Yeah. Which yeah. is a horrible time to talk politics. All so. right, okay. But uh, since we're mostly in agreement, I guess we can, uh, you know, we can talk politics over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's... Uh, so do you ever do you ever read the Bible uh, on, on your e-reader? or I mean, or do you... No, 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 no. It's... I have my Bible that I use. I read. 
Right. And then uh, I'm I'm a, a Emmy Zion Methodist, so we have all kind of literature. We have a paper that comes out, then we have periodicals, and it's it's a whole. So Emmy Zion Church as a whole produces their own literature. You can't buy Emmy mm-hmm. Zion literature from nowhere, but Emmy Zion Publishing House. Right. It's not like the uh, some of the other denominations. You can go to the Christian bookstore and pick up the uh, the literature. Right. Right. Won't, won't, won't find Emmy Zion literature in in uh, in the book. Right. No, you won't do that. Okay. So you you can I mean, all, pretty store. much only get it. At the Emmy Zion, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. That's now, right. is there is is there a reason for that? I mean, it's not like a secret, uh, right? I mean, I don't really know if there's a re- reason or not, uh, but it's just produced. Emmy Zion is is a uh, organization by itself, and and it's self supporting, right? So, uh, I don't know why they why it's chosen that. But you know what? That'll be a question I'm gonna have to ask somebody that know a little bit more about it than what I know. Why that why their literature is not produced uh outright. Right. But well, it I mean, is for sale though. I mean you can buy uh you know, copies of it and right. stuff like that. Maybe it's just a question of demand. It, it's probably more cost effective to, to you know, distribute it through their own supply chain. Yeah. As yeah, opposed well, see, to getting it out there right. and, and mm-hmm. possibly having it sit on the shelves unpurchased right, or Right, right. Um, because uh it's it's only used for the Emmy Zion. So Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. I believe that. That's right. how it is. Well the next question, uh the, the penultimate question is uh what is your favorite book of all time and why? Now I'm assuming that the answer to that question is the Bible, but I I want you to tell me about your favorite uh, book outside of the Bible, um, too. But uh, but so that's the question. What's your favorite book of all time and why? So so give me your your uh, response well, to that. The books books as a whole haven't been uh, uh, fiction. Uh, yeah, reading for entertainment is is. Uh, I think that's the avenue I haven't traveled down yet. Mm-hmm. I, uh, for I, I, I mostly read for information, right? For guidance and and uh, just for reading for relaxation. Uh, I haven't haven't had time to do. Yeah, that I was yet. about to say you're yeah. always working. Yeah, always working. I haven't <laughs> had time for that, but I did know when I did find time. One year I read twenty three books. Yeah, and uh, I, the, the most interesting thing I thought about that is the fact that when you're reading a book you can go there what yeah, I mean in yeah. Sense. You're, yeah you're in there huh? you're in there you right. you uh you read about I was reading about one time this guy uh France he had went to France or somewhere and lost himself uh-huh. it, it was some kind of spy related movie something like I mean book and the guy was hiding from the officials and how he had to learn how to speak the language and you know, it, it was a kind of spy, a spy-like book. Right. And the guy went over there and hid himself into it. And now that that I found that to be real relaxation because, uh, like I say, I was there. I right, right. You're right kind of you're, you're right there yeah, with him. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's yeah. why I love fiction so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the world. Uh, you know, yeah. is plenty. But when uh, since, since retirement now. Fishing, uh, all those type things. I need to get a book to read up on that kind of kind of thing. There, and there again, it would be reading for information. Right. Yeah. Now, I, you remember the Count of Monte Cristo? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a real good book. book. Yeah, yeah. I gave you that one. That yeah. was like getting even. <laughs> he got even with his people that, that prosecuted him. <laughs> that, that did him wrong. Yeah, yeah. That was a good book. Man. Yeah. That, you know what? Really, to be uh, honestly, that's about the uh, most uh, probably the one I would I would have to pick. Well, you got, you got some folks you want to get even with? Is no, it? no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was just a good book. Yeah, I you remember know, you it, really, really enjoyed it yeah. when, uh, when I got it for you that time. Yeah, you talked about people, it for days. Uh, a book that will hold you and you can't wait to read. You know, uh-huh. you have other things to do, but you can't wait to get so I can read. God, I need to finish my book. I need to finish my book. Yeah. yeah. Wanting want to get to the end of it to see what, what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Alexander uh, Dumas, I think. Uh, Dumas. Ooh, that's who wrote That's who wrote it, yeah. yeah. I, I've okay. never been able to pronounce okay. his name correctly, or, okay. or, or and at least guys, I don't know whether I'm pronouncing now, it correctly. Uh, let me understand this. The people that read these books, they're like, their mind are, are great thinkers, and they sit and think of all this stuff to write. You know, right. the people who write them? Yeah. I, I mean, a sometimes, but I mean, I think it's more a calling. I think it's just, uh, you know, these stories just kind of pop up inside you and you mm. have to, okay. you're not satisfied until you, until you, you know, until you get rid of them. Or at least that's my until way. Until you write them. Right. Okay. I mean, if you cultivate it. I mean, there, there are plenty of people, I think, who have the urge to write, um, you know, uh-huh. I'm, I'm rapidly becoming one of those people. But if, you, if right. you don't sit down in front of uh, your, you know, the blank page and, and force those words out, you just kind of get, it becomes more and more difficult to do so. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I think the, the writers are, are the people who successfully do the physical work of, of uh, pushing those words out. Um, okay, okay, so, okay. Yeah. This would be a real good project uh, to do something like this uh, within as a church project. Uh, project, you know, talking about have, have like a have have the people to talk about different things as uh on their spiritual level on on living, you know, right, and then just air it out to the whole congregation and stuff like that. I, yeah, I think. Well, I'll you be, can, I'll you be can thinking about and, uh, and, and make that happen. <laughs> maybe uh, one day. Maybe yeah. one day. You know, man, uh, something I always regretted. I, I remember. I don't remember who it was, but uh, when I was coming up, I remember someone mentioning that. Uh, Somebody should should go around and and uh, record conversations with all the older black folks yeah. in our neighborhood. It's like a and historian. Yeah, because there there was just lots of uh, information, and like, it oh, might have even been you who said that to me. You it's, know, it's wasted just, now. Uh, yeah, the folks yeah. as they die, you know, yeah. all this stuff just doesn't get Man. passed along. You remember, uh, yeah. Mister. Mr. Neil, Mr. Neil uh, taught me the yeah, stuff that I he taught me. Yeah, I, I need to pass Angel, that my, down. My sister, yeah. to, uh, and you just think when Aunt Pearl, oak baskets, right, sort of thing. If um, if I, what's what knowledge is gonna be lost when when Aunt Pearl leaves us? Mm, yeah, mm, mm, mm. yeah. So, well, maybe yeah. maybe uh, you know we can get the microphones down home and, and talk talk about it sometime. Yeah, get it I'd recorded. love to talk to Aunt Pearl for about three hours. Oh just man, just listen to yeah, everything yeah, she has just to tell talk us, about. Man. So. I do it sometime now. I get up there. I have a few minutes. I'll be trying to find the. But the amazing thing about it, what went on back then is still going on today. So I say that the old folks, you know, they sit down and they might say, "Oh, look at them young folks, what they're doing." But you know what? They done it. <laughs> they did. They, they, they done did it. it too. They huh? done it. They done. It. So did they done it, man? Well, and on a different schedule, a different scale, but still, it's yeah. the same thing. Well, like yeah. we said, man, those who don't learn from the past, yeah. But you know what? So you and I should don't often learn. You and I, side by side, we should have been facing one another. I think. I, well, I try and do that normally, man. But uh, I'm my, you know, 
you yeah. can see the way the table is oriented. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, lately, I've been trying to go to a coffee shop and do this, and yeah. so I, uh, I, I sit to, on get... one side of the table, and right, and right. the uh, the interviewee sits on the other side. Yeah, but, um, yeah. That's we didn't have time to go to Starbucks or, or Helios yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. We had to come down. Speaking to of that, man, I can show you a cup of coffee. Well, when we go upstairs, I'll make you. Yeah, uh, I'll we'll make get you a cup of coffee. A, uh, yeah, yeah, a yeah, latte. Yeah, yeah. So on my fancy espresso machine. Yeah. So, okay. You know, um, speaking of that, and and this will be uh, the the last thing I'll say. Um, um, before I ask you this last question here, I was I was pouring water into my fancy espresso machine the other day, and I was complaining about uh, in my head, you know, to myself mm-hmm. about how long it would take to. Uh, how long it was taking to fill the pitcher up so I could go pour the water in the machine. And it made me think back to Afghanistan. I was, I was on patrol and uh, I would see this family come to the river every day with these big yellow uh, jugs, big yellow plastic jugs and, and collect all their water for that day. Mm. You know, they would come in the morning and, and, uh, and then, you know, I'd, I'd see them go back. And uh, so it, you know, that's, that doesn't really have anything to do with what we're talking about. Yeah. Right? But... Just, yeah, just occurred yeah. to me how how uh, complacent and uh, and unthankful we can become sometimes for, uh, right. for how good we, we have it. We take for granted so. for for the little, the the good things, you know. Yeah. Just so just if so to some people it's it's a, a means of survival, and and to us it's just something we take for granted. We go turn the faucet on automatic; the water's supposed to be there. You know, yeah, got yeah. If it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you call, see somebody's how, calling you. Yeah, yeah. When uh, <laughs> come fix the pump. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> Things like so, that, but we can't get into. Get into we'll that. we'll get into that another time. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna ask you this last question, and we can go upstairs and you can get your latte, and I can I can have my. Dinner. Pork chops and potatoes and string beans. So, yeah, you ready? Yeah, okay. Um, what are you reading right now? And uh, you know, whatever it is, um, it, be specific. Yeah. If it's if you tell me yeah. what you're reading in the Bible, if if that's what you're reading right now, what, uh, what you got going on? Uh, uh, through this last quarter, we've been talking about uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, the story of uh, Abraham and the promises. Some of the promises that God has, was making to him. To the people, uh, we talked about Sarah and, and Abraham and how his seed, you know, God, the promises that 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 Abraham, uh, God told Abraham would happen. Abraham believed them, and and you know, God counted that for righteousness, and that's how uh, he he was a father of, of this nation of you know, and then uh, the son that that Abraham had with his concubine Ishmael. Uh-huh. You know, and then uh, Ismael and and Isaac, uh, how it all started. Then was the first two boys, but see, God, uh, uh, Sarah, you know, she didn't have Isaac until she was ninety years old. Mm-hmm. People and, lived a lot uh, longer than that. Yeah, but see, that, <laughs> even at that age, that was still outrageous for a woman to be having a child. Right. But but God made Abraham a promise that his seed would be. Uh, the father of all nations, right? And he couldn't see, it. and at first they thought it was going was through Abraham. I mean, yeah, through Ismael, right? Through know. through his concubine, son, son. But, but that that's not what God promised. He said his son. He promised it to Sarah and Abraham, right? So, right. To but he did in the end. He made Ismael a father of all nation of a a large nation too. But uh, the line. Even the lineage of Jesus Christ come from Abraham, you right, know. Right. Yeah. Through Isaac. Huh? Uh, yeah, all through Isaac, David, all Jesse, and all those. Yeah. Right. It's it's a, a family line that it all come from. Yeah. But uh, that that's the story. That's what we are reading about now uh, in this quarter. 
the quarter changes in November, December one, I believe it is. Right. right. But each each quarter, we, we talks about a different different thing. We might go back to the Old Testament, then the New Testament. It's just a back and forth thing. But in all, it covers the whole word in, in a year's time. Right. And it's just like a repeating thing. You know, each quarter you'd go back and and, and like I said before. Uh, every time you read it, something new is revealed to you. Right. Yeah. Right. It was there all, all, all the time. But uh, God, uh, in His being as who He is, is either yes, no, or wait. Cause some of the stuff, you know, He tell us to wait because He know we couldn't handle it if He was to reveal it to us right then. Right. Yeah. Right. He He knows everything, and and when you learn that as a person the better off he is. The sooner you'd learn that. Who's in control? I use this phrase all the time. Uh, when you take a fish out of water, what does he die? What does he do? He die. Right. So water is his source of life. God is our source of life. If we take God out of our lives, we're going to die. Yeah. We're going to die two deaths, a physical death and a spiritual death. We're going to die this this physical death anyway but the spiritual death god has promised us to live forever if we do what he asked us to do right we won't ever die yeah but the the natural death over there and uh i forget what it is it is it talks about uh the the uh spiritual death it said you will surely die those are the exact words you will surely die and sometimes people misinterpret that, thinking they're talking about a physical death, right. but it's actually talking about a spiritual death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. surely dies physically. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's gonna die physically. You're gonna die if you live. You're gonna die that physical death, yes. but you don't yeah. have to die other that spiritual death. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. When you say the other half of the way, that means if you're born. If you live, Day you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Wave and trough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, happy yeah. and sad. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, you know. Certain things go together. Right. Right. What right. you're saying. Every, yeah. yeah. Everything has its, its yeah. polar opposite. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can agree with that. Oh. Yeah. Dad, I'm hungry. We're done. Let's go eat, man. We're done. All right. Okay. All, right. All right. Hey, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we will see you right after the break uh, for... For a very very short reading and uh, and uh, I guess that's it. Let's yes, let's sir. go get some. Let's get get a lot. Yes, sir. Thanks, sir. All right. Thank you, Dad. All right. Bye bye. The Book of Matthew, twentieth chapter, first through the sixteenth verses. The parable of the workers in the vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go into the vineyard and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Again he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour, and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle, and said to them, 
Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first, and the first last. For many are called, but few chosen. Amen. That's all, folks. This is the end of our 11th episode. And uh, like I said, it's just a very short little uh, little episode to let you know that we're still here, still reading, still, still talking about books and uh, still having fun doing those things. Thanks once again to my father for uh, agreeing to interview with me and for providing uh, such a wonderful interview. Um, it's it's been a wonderful life so far being your son and uh and i really uh, really appreciate all that you've taught me uh everything that i know about uh, about being a man i learned from you either directly or indirectly so uh so thank you very much um please join us here again in a fortnight for another episode of it's in a book it will be much much longer than this one so if you like this short format uh, i send you my deepest apologies but it definitely won't get me through the drive um i will uh maybe add some additional notes uh about what we've been doing and what we uh, expect to do and plan to do in the uh in the episodes to come out on the web uh, i'm gonna try and spend some time this weekend getting it all caught up to speed and maybe i'll even change the uh the entire format of the page uh, something i've been considering for quite some time so um like i said i'll see you back here in a fortnight it's in a book bye bye